Dear listeners, this episode mentions suicide. Please take care of yourselves and know that you are never alone. Hi, you're listening to God, Ghosts, and Government, a weekly conversation with Senator Kim Jackson, where she'll reflect on her journey as an Episcopal priest, farmer, first-time state legislator, and much more. I'm your host, Sharitha J, and I'm honored to share this space with you. Let's begin. Hey, hey, good people. It's your girl, Sharitha J, and I am joining Senator Kim Jackson for another episode of God, Goats, and Government. Hi, Senator Jackson. Hey, Sharitha J, it's good to be with you. It's good to be with you also. It's week two. Well, technically, it's not week two of session. It's been budget week, but week two of us kind of making our way through this journey. An interesting uh, fact that I've learned, and of course, this is year two of your term, but I'm still getting the, the nuances and understanding of like what it means to be in session. So you guys go by days, right? So you have 40 days that you have to lock in in order to complete the session. That's right. So this week, technically, no days actually went towards being in session. That's right. So there were no official gatherings of the entire body of the Senate or the entire body of the House. Okay. So for our listeners, I I know I can't be the only one, but it's helpful to know because I just, when you look at a traditional calendar and you say, okay, we're in session for X amount of months, I just assume it's each week. Right. So I tell people, Sharitha, it's like how there are 40 days of Lent, but if you look at a calendar, it lasts way longer than 40 days because certain days don't count. That's how session is, except I can't actually predict to you which days won't count and which ones will. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's that's what we're working with, because, you know, 40 days, we'd be done by, you know, we started the second week in January. If it were 40 consecutive days, we'd be done by early March right. or late February. So let's, yeah. let's build a, off of the you can't actually tell us <laughs> about what days will count. I, I hear that you don't know what the schedule is, correct? Past currently next week. You have a session days scheduled up to next Wednesday and you'll figure that out. But what else is happening with the calendar? Yeah, I mean, so you said I don't know, I only know up to next week. Well, I only know part of next week, right? So I know legislative days five, six, and seven are going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. Does that mean we're going to be not in session on that Thursday or will we? Will we be Friday? I don't know. It's just, you know, their powers beyond me who um, make these rules and decisions. And I will say it sounds fickle because it feels fickle, but there there are reasons behind it, right? So there are things that are happening behind the scenes around particularly the budget. So our one constitutional requirement of being in session is that we establish a budget for Georgia. And if you worked out your own budget, and let's say, you know, if you have a budget of a thousand dollars a month, that doesn't take that long necessarily to partial it all out. But if you have a budget of like billions of dollars, 
then it just takes time. And so I think a lot of that behind the scenes, us being off is around just simple doing math and parsing out and how do you meet all of these demands that are being placed in all these requests. Um, Somebody's got to sort all that out with a computer. So I think that's a part of it. And then they're also just the politics, right? Like politics are certainly at play and there's power in being able to control when and when we do not meet. Right. Well, let's talk more about the behind the scenes. Um, as I understand it, uh, you, you're currently ske- you're scheduled for a hearing uh, that you just found out about. Surprise! Actually, <laughs> the text that I sent. So yes, I have a hearing scheduled for Monday and the text message that I sent to was, hey guys, I sent this on a Thursday. We have a hearing on Monday. Eek! Explanation point. I don't know that I've ever used the word eek before in a text, but that's how I felt. <laughs> Basically, we have four days notice to figure it out. Okay, so four days, which... It's doable. It feels it feels very much so like preparing for a major undergraduate project that you've put off until the last minute. However, this isn't something that you've put off. You've just received notice. So four days. Can you can you speak to what you think this will look like? I mean. Yeah, so it's SB 179, which is uh, my bill that's related to expanding the definition of stalking. And we've already gone before this uh, with this before. Those of you who follow the podcast, you heard about this last year. Um, so in some ways, like I'm not as anxious because we've sat before this committee before. Um, our co-signer, the second signer on the bill is Brian Strickland, who is the chair of the Judiciary Committee. So we've got a very friendly advocate who's chairing for us. So it's it's not um, as concerning. And they literally have heard this exact bill before and passed it. The reason why we're having to go back around this is because it never got to the floor for a vote. So since it got out of committee, but never got to the floor, it just had to start all the way back over in this process. Scramble is that I am never comfortable with just going up and presenting a bill by myself. I like to have other people who can testify with me and on my behalf. So that's really been the scramble is to get people who are friendly and advocates to the table who could just, you know, on a Thursday afternoon at three, they get a text message saying, can you be here at the Capitol on Monday at two? Can you make that happen? Judge who sits on, you know, a bench. Can you please come and testify? Right. That's the real scramble. And I'm actually really grateful that I have two large, great um, advocates who made the scramble and are like, yeah, we're going to show up and we'll testify on your behalf and with you for this bill. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad that that's working out uh, in your favor. And I hope that you receive uh, the desired outcome for SB 179, but it's so, 197. Sure, so you said 179. <laughs> I, I, I know, but I think it's 197. I okay, that's what I have in my notes. We can also just note that I don't do numbers well, so when an advocate <laughs> and a constituent comes and says to me, I want to talk to you about SB, whatever number, my brain does not hold on to numbers very well, not even for my own bills. So I need you to tell me what it's about. <laughs> Excellent. I, so, yeah, I looked and I said, well, maybe I wrote it down incorrectly. No, 
I got locked out of my locker every week in middle school because I could not remember the order of the numbers for my locker combination. So this is a lifelong struggle. Well, look at you now. <laughs> look how far you've come. <laughs> on, on that note, how can your your listeners and your constituents uh, check in to, to hear about SB 197? How can they tune into this hearing? Yeah, so you can go to legis, L-A-G-I-S dot G-A dot G-O-V. And uh, there are opportunities on that website where you can find out and you can see it's um, the Senate Judiciary Committee. It's a standing committee of the Senate. Everything has to be live streamed. So you'll be able to watch it live stream at two o'clock or you can watch the repeat. It's all stored and archived. Um, Or you can come down. Uh, We know that this is COVID times and we are certainly praying for the thousands of Georgians right now who are who are struggling. Um, and we invite you, if you're vaccinated and boosted and masked, to, to come on down and show your support for the bill if you're if you're around. Actually, I think this will already have been played after it's happened. So never mind. Either way, you're invited to engage uh, with this hearing the best way that you can. Uh, if we miss the hearing during a live stream. I know that this information will be made readily available at Kim for Georgia um, on your social media platforms. That's right. I I, I told Sheree before we started recording, I'm a little punchy today um, because things have been challenging. And so let me just give like a little inside peek to this legislation and its complications. Um, Yes, we've done this bill before, and when we presented it before, um, members of the Georgia Defense Lawyers Association spoke against it because they feel like when we expand definitions in the code, it expands who could be prosecuted um, for these four different crimes. And that's that's 100% fair critique. But 197 ends the definition of stalking to include people are stalked inside of their own homes by the their stalker. And right now the, the, the law doesn't allow for that. Uh, but the rub is, um, you know, the advocates feel really strongly that we need to make sure we fix this language so that people, largely women, are protected inside of their own homes um, when, when somebody stalks them. And the defense attorneys are saying, sure, we don't want people to be stalked either. However, it's not fair to a person who owns their own home to have somebody come up in their house and say, now I'm going to have you charged with stalking in their own home. Right. Um, you know, it's like, Sharitha, I come over to your house and I'm like, yo, following me around. You can't follow me around. That's not okay. And the law, as I have constructed it in theory could have that play out. So what we've been trying, what I've been trying to work on in the last 24 hours is to come up with some kind of compromise so we don't have that situation and yet people are still protected. If you're still even paying attention, you notice this is complicated and there are a lot of nuances here to it. And and that's what we've been trying to sort out in the background. It's still not sorted out, but um, we also still have time to make substitutions along the way. And so you'll probably hear me come back later on and say, all right, Sharitha, we worked out a compromise and here's where we're going. I'm taking all this in because it's just a lot of work. And I know this, this is what you signed up for, right? Yeah the 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 big game right the big show (laughs) and this is what we call the process of perfecting legislation right like Mm -hmm. 
if we want to have good legislation, it means having people who sit on opposite sides of an issue, being able to come together and, if possible, uh, come to some sort of compromise or at the very least do the least amount of damage along the way. And so that's it's tiring, it's exhausting, it's frustrated. I've learned that there's a lot of a lot of distrust between different groups. And so I feel like uh, so much in my job, actually, this these last 24 hours has been quite pastoral and that I've been trying to um, be the bridge between um, parties that have often been oppositional to one another to try to come up with a compromise that makes that makes everybody safe. Yeah, I think that's an excellent segue into my next question for you. You know, when I hear you talk about these frustrating leaks, because there certainly will be more, and I always wonder, you know, what what's your God moment? Because I, I'd like to think that's part of what grounds you, but, you know, I don't know. It couldn't be your goats, right? <laughs> but what, 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 what's been your God moment this week? Yeah, so um, this, is, this is complicated. And, and, and so hear me out. Um, you know, the CEO of MARTA, um, Jeff Parker, died by suicide last week. Um, which has been just an extraordinarily tragic story and event. And I've been invited to serve as the officiant for that funeral. But more importantly, I've been invited to walk alongside his family as they try to process and make sense of what, what no one can actually make sense of. I think my, my God moment of this week really has been that time of sitting around the kitchen table with Jeff Parker's wife and his children and listening that to them tell the stories of the kind of dad and husband that he was and um, and hearing how just how important it is to love your family well and uh, how how that can even sustain a family during great grief right so I think just bearing witness to that was really helpful and it it also reinvigorates me and my own commitment to making sure that we take care of issues around mental health, both personally, professionally, and underneath the gold dome. But it was just really, there was something holy and sacred and grounding about sitting around a kitchen table with a grieving family and knowing that, that God is with us in the midst of, of all of that. Certainly a very powerful visual. Senator Jackson, I want to honor your time because it sounds like you're a little busy. <laughs> is, I, that fair, is that fair to say? I, I think it's, it's fair. You know, honestly, I'm tired. Um, it's, it's a lot. You know, I've, I've gotten to be priest and pastor and politician all at the same time. And so it's, it's been emotionally, it's been emotionally heavy this week. So I appreciate you for making time for us to have this conversation and for honoring my my need for rest. Absolutely. And I mean, you you speak to the priest and pastor and politician, uh, but the reality is that soon you must go and feed the animals. That's a hundred percent right. My wife totally texted me right before we hopped on and was like, I need you to feed the animals. <laughs> so you're right. I do have to turn my attention to that very soon. <laughs> So with this in mind, we just want to take a moment to wrap it up here. And of course, again, honoring your time and 
thanking you for giving us a recap of what's happening as you make your way through session um, day four and five is coming up next week and of course you have quite a bit on your plate you know we hold space for you as you hold space um, pastorally is there anything that you'd like for us to keep in mind as we look ahead I know you have your bill your hearing coming up yeah, I mean, just let's, let's keep paying attention to, to what's happening. I, I do think that this is going to be a very interesting legislative session where we're going to see some dangerous bills that will come forward. Um, I do know on Monday, we will hear on the Senate side the bill that would um, that's essentially redundant, but it would change the Constitution of Georgia to say that only citizens of Georgia can vote. Um, and that's 100% politically motivated. It's what people would say is red meat for the base of the Republican Party. Um, so that's coming, but I think there's going to be more than that. That's probably the least harmful of the red meat that we're going to see thrown um, over the next couple of days and weeks. So be on guard and watch for that and, and listen into the podcast as I try to uh, try to help you understand why these things are happening and what they mean for um, our state and ultimately for our nation. All right, y'all. You've been listening to another episode of God, Goats, and Government. I'm your host, Sharitha J. Senator Jackson. Thank you, Sharitha. And I know we mentioned suicide today. So if you or someone you love is in crisis or experiencing suicidal thoughts, please call the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-TALK. Or we in Georgia have a crisis line that you can even text so you can text talk to 741741 you all take care of yourselves love each other love your families and know that you are never alone because there is always always someone willing to help be easy y'all <laughs>